Good morning, good morning, good morning. It's your girl, Jaretha Riri Dunson, coming to you live from Making Faith Moves podcast here on Anchor.fm. You can find us on several different platforms, um, including Anchor. We're on Breaker, Google, Apple, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Spotify. And I also try to share this information with you all on Facebook for the Making Faith Moves page there. You can find Making Faith Moves page under my name, Jaretha Dunstan. Um, you can also uh, listen out for the sponsor segments, um, a part of this broadcast for today. Today is November the 23rd at 528 a.m. We have uh, about three more days and we'll be celebrating Thanksgiving, but we need to be celebrating Thanksgiving every single day. I'm here to encourage you with the word that was given to me about two years ago. And I was trying to figure out where my next topic was coming from. And God said, go back. So I looked back. And so I have a topic. It's called recognizing the signs. Stop, yield, and go. We're coming from the book of Exodus, chapter 14, verses 13 through 28, God's word translation. But before we get started, let's pray. Oh God, we thank you for this day. We thank you, oh Lord, for your message that you continue to share with us. We thank you for your love that you continue to give us. We thank you for your grace and mercy that you continue to bless us. God, we ask right now, if there's anything we have done, said, or thought, that was not right, that was not pleasing, that was against your will. We humbly ask forgiveness and we ask for you to show us a better way to go. God, we pray right now that this word that is going forth on today be a blessing to someone who doesn't quite understand and needs that understanding. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Okay, I don't have a lot of music for everybody today. I might sing a little bit, but most importantly, I need for you all to get this word. So I'm sharing this message with you because it's one that really touched my heart. Again, we're coming from the book of Exodus, chapter 14, verses 13 through 28, God's word translation. It says, Moses answered the people, don't be afraid. Stand still and see what the Lord will do to save you today. You will never see these Egyptians again. This is when they were coming out of bondage, coming out of captivity, going into freedom. The Lord is fighting for you, so be still. That was verse 14. Then the Lord said to Moses, why are you crying out to me? Tell the Israelites to start moving. You know, a while back I did a podcast about moving on. And you know, the problem that we have is we, you know, God releases us from captivity, lets us out of that jail cell section of our life, and we forget to move forward. We just sit there. Okay. When he say be still, that means don't try to do something when he's already working it out. When he says to move, you need to move, which means continue to walk forward, continue to take the steps necessary, continue to read your word, continue to meditate on your word, continue to pray to God, do everything that you need to do as a servant of the Lord. Okay. In verse 16, it says, raise your staff, stretch out your hand over the sea and divide the water. Then the Israelites will go through the sea on dry land. He said through the sea on dry land, which means when he parted those seas, there was no moisture on the ground. Every bit of moisture 
every bit of water, every sea creature or animal was still in those parted seas so that we could walk through on dry land. Because, you know, if you walk through on wetland, you can't walk but so fast because you're going to get mud splashed everywhere all over you. But he said on dry land, which means they had friction. They was able to get across quickly. 17. I am making the Egyptians so stubborn that they will follow the Israelites. I will receive honor because of what I will do to Pharaoh, his entire army, his chariots and cavalry. The Egyptians will know that I am the Lord when I am honored for what I did to Pharaoh, his chariots and his cavalry. Okay. The messenger of God who had been in front of the Israelites moved behind them. So the column of smoke moved from in front of the Israelites and stood behind them. Between the Egyptian camp and the Israelite camp, the column of smoke was there when darkness came and it lit up the night. Neither side came near the other all night long. Then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea. All that night, the Lord pushed back the sea with a strong east wind and turned the sea into dry ground. The water divided and the Israelites went through the middle of the sea on dry ground. The water stood like a wall on their right and on their left. The Egyptians pursued them, and all Pharaoh's horses, chariots, and cavalry followed them into the sea. Just before dawn, the Lord looked down from the column of fire and smoke and threw the Egyptian camp into a panic. He made the wheels of their chariots come off so they could hardly move. Then the Egyptians shouted, let's get out of here. The Lord is fighting for Israel. He's against us. The Lord said to Moses, Stretch out your hand over the sea so that the water will flow back over the Egyptians, their chariots, and their cavalry. Moses stretched his hand over the sea, and at daybreak, the water returned to its usual place. The Egyptians tried to escape, but the Lord swept them into the sea. The water flowed back and covered Pharaoh's entire army, as well as the chariots and the cavalry that had followed Israel into the sea. Not one of them survived. That is a prime example of be still and let the Lord fight your battle. Prime example of his word when he says, vengeance is mine, says the Lord. So when he tells us to stop, to yield or to go, we must be obedient to God's will. For every crossroad we come to in life, there is directions we will have to take. Will you go left or right? Will you go straight or will you turn back? Some might say, what do you mean? Well, here it is. At that point in life is when we should stop, yield, or go. Moses led the children of Israel, whose God's chosen people out of slavery and captivity and bondage by the hands of the Egyptians and Pharaoh's army. There came a point when Moses and the people were faced with obstacles. The Red Sea in front of them, Pharaoh and his army was at their back. Okay? The Israelite did what some of us do when faced with difficult situations. We panic. We get upset. We want to go fussing with the person who's heading, who's the head. We want to go complaining to this person and that person about over here and over there. But sometimes we have to be still, be quiet. Stop and listen for the voice of God. Listen for what it is that God needs you to understand, you to hear and to see. So when they panic, they was like, you should have left us where we was. We're stuck out here in the desert, this dry land with nowhere to go. At that point is where they needed to stop. Stop complaining. 
stop bickering, stop fussing, stop being angry. Just stop. Because God made a way to release you from captivity. God made a way for you to come out of that prison mindset that you were in. And because he made a way for you to come out of that prison mindset you were in, it's also letting me know. And it also should let you know, okay, you free. You have, he has given you freedom to go somewhere new, to do something new, to be something new. But you know, they panicked. They was like, we stuck out here in this desert, this dry land with nowhere to go. And they failed to see God covered them by a column of fire at day and a column of cloud at night. And never once did Pharaoh them try to attack them during that time because God had them covered. You know, so at that point, they needed to stop. And I need us to understand when we are faced with trials and tribulations, we need to stop. Stop with the complaining. Stop with the pity party. Stop with the why, why, whys. Stop blaming some of what you go through on others because a lot of what we go through, we bring it on ourselves. Stop blaming troubles on the church because a lot of what we go through is us because God allowed you to be revealed. Sometimes when what you do in the secret is revealed out in the open, you want to say it's the church. You want to say somebody told my business. No, no, no. I am a firm believer and I have witnessed it. I've experienced it for myself. When things about you have come to the light, either God used you to do it yourself or the Holy Spirit has ministered to whoever needed to hear it so that a change can come. Because some things uh, some things we do that we shouldn't do, until it's brought out in the open, we don't stop. Until it's brought out in the open, we won't change. We won't even think about changing. Okay? So stop blaming everything on the church. Because if that's the case, then look at the person in the mirror. Because the church begins with us. The church is in us. We are his temples. So if there's an issue, look at the person in the mirror first. Don't blame it on everybody else. Okay? Take the time to stop. Take the time to listen. For what God is telling you, what he needs you to see, what he needs you to hear. You know, when you stop, maybe God wanted you to get in tune with the Holy Spirit so that you could truly hear word, so that you could truly get the instructions that you need, so you know what you need to be doing or where you need to be going or who you need to speak with or who you need to be in contact with. Please keep in mind that in all this, we must keep faith, keep our hope, keep our trust in God. You know, they say keep hope alive. There's a song that says, I've learned how to lean and depend on Jesus. Have we truly learned to depend on God? Have we truly learned to depend on him? Okay, at that stopping point is when we need to yield. Don't say, okay, why we stop? Why this? Why? No, no, no. Wait. Because when you yield, you know, think about it. When you're driving along. 
Before you go to the stopping point, you yield at a stoplight. When you see a stop sign, you begin to slow down coming to that stop sign. You're yielding. Okay, yielding is when, okay, something has got your attention and you got to slow down. When you see yellow, yellow has your attention. You got to slow down before you, but you got to slow down. You got to come to a stop because you're going to miss something if you don't. If you didn't slow down when you got to that stop sign, if you didn't slow down when you saw the yellow and you went to go speed through before it turned red, you possibly could have got hit by another car or you could have hit another car. You could have hit a pedestrian crossing the street. Don't miss out on the fact that God is telling you, slow down, yield, understand. Put that foot on the brake. Slow down so that you can come to a complete stop so that you can truly hear a word from the Lord. We must lean on God, lean on his understanding and not our own. Lean on the holy, wise Savior, the only wise Savior. Lean on the only one that can supply all your needs according to his riches and glory. Lean on the only one that looks beyond your faults and supplies your needs. Yield. Stop. Yield. Stop. The problem that the Israelites had as coming out of captivity, as in captivity, the problem that we have today is we thinking left or we thinking right. Some of us are thinking about, well, if I turn back, what's my option? Why would you turn back when the enemy is on your trail? If a God allows you to look back, that's God. He wants you to see how far you come. He doesn't want you to stay there. Okay? Pharaoh's on your back. The army's on your back. They're trying to charge in. At that moment is when, because Moses slowed down to hear from God, it's when the Lord said, take a route that only God himself has made. Who else can part the seas? Nobody but God. Who else can release you from captivity? It's nothing that man has done. It is all what God has done. These people that, the people that, you know, God works it out for you to get out of prison. God works it out for you to become victorious in a case. It had nothing to do with you. It was nothing that you did. It was nothing that your lawyers did. It was all God because God said, my child is innocent. My child does not deserve to be behind bars. My child does not deserve to go through this type of turmoil in their life. You don't deserve to go through these trials and tribulations. I think you've learned what I needed you to learn, and I'm trying to move you forward. But I can't move you forward if you're trying to stay back, if you're complaining because you're going through a dry period in your life. Stop complaining. Be content. Take care of what's before you so that if you're being responsible with it, he will give you more. Moses understood that they needed to keep going forward. They needed to go straight. They needed to get to the other side of the Red Sea. So Moses raised his staff and the sea parted. Moses raised his staff and the sea parted because Moses listened 
He yielded. He stopped so he could hear from the Lord. And the Lord gave him instructions. When we begin to stop and lean on God, when we yield, we begin to listen. We gain understanding. Our mindsets need to change in that understanding. We need to change our thought process. We can't think the same way. We can't do the same things. We're different. You know, we have to strengthen our trust in God, strengthen our faith in God. Don't allow our faith and our trust to waver. Then and only then can we truly understand that what we are going through will lead us to a blessing of change, of prosperity, not just money, because it's not always about money. You need prosperity in your health. You need prosperity in your family to where your children will grow to be strong, independent, contributing positively to the world that God has given us, that we kept, we kept, we keep jacking up. We keep falling off. You know, God wants us to, hey, 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 I got you. Yeah, I know when they say when he comes back that I've heard some people say that the earth is going to become the devil's. He's going to be the head over the earth and God, but God is head over everything. Everything. The devil doesn't rule anything but those that succumb to him. If you are going through hell right now, uh, if you are struggling, if you feel like that you are locked away, if you feel like that you are in captivity, if you are struggling, if you are fighting a never ending battle, seems like, I charge you to stop and yield. Listen to what God has to say to you. Listen, focus, be obedient to his will. Let's be about our father's business. When we be about our father's business, that's when he gives us the sign to go. Strive to do God's will because he says in his word, go ye therefore. Put your faith in action. Allow the word of God to come alive. Let's get motivated. Making faith moves, listeners. Let's get motivated to do the will of the Lord. The Bible says, let not your heart be troubled. The Bible tells us to be vigilant and sober-minded. Don't just do this on Sunday morning or Tuesday night on Bible study. Don't just do this on Wednesday or Thursday nights on Bible study. Don't just do this when revival comes to town. Don't just do this when you have joy night. Don't just do this when you, your church is going to minister with another church somewhere else. Do this every single day when you wake up in the morning. Throughout the day, give God praise. Say, Lord, I pray that my heart is not troubled. I pray that I am forever vigilant and sober-minded to listen to what you have to say, to be obedient to the task that you have laid before me. God, I pray in the name of Jesus that as I go forth in your word, that I am covered and suited up in the whole armor, in your whole armor, God. All of it, not just bits and pieces, but all of it. And God, in this, I learned that we need to stop 
the games. Stop pointing fingers. Stop waiting for someone else to come in and pick up the pieces when you've already picked the pieces up, when you've already told us that area is done. Okay? Yield to God for all your understanding and go ye therefore to do the will of God. You know, there's a song that says better days are coming by Sister Leandra Johnson, who is a great gospel artist. And she is a prime example of how she went through so much stuff. She was in an area of desolation in her life, but she knew enough to call on the name of Jesus. She knew enough to pray to God and to allow God to do the changes needed in her life. And from this, there was a song that says, better days are coming. It says, sometimes it feels cold and you feel all alone. But hold on, better days are coming. It can be rough in this world. I know it ain't easy, but hang on in there. I know better days are coming. You've seen good, you've seen bad. You've been hurt beyond seeing. But just remember the better days are coming. Better days are coming. Friends will leave you leave you all by yourself but don't you cry because better days are coming and then the other verse says it's only a season hang on in for you're going through yeah but stay focused and never, never lose sight. You know, that song says better days are coming. It says better days, better days, better Days are coming, better days, better days, better days are coming. Amen. Recognizing the signs, we need to stop. We need to yield and listen for when God tells us to go. Be blessed. Have a great and awesome day. If I don't talk to you all anymore this week, have an awesome Thanksgiving. And remember, give thanks every day for the Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. And there's no trial that you're going through that God won't take you through and bring you out on top. God bless.